You're listening to The Marketing Funnel Show, episode number 33. Do you talk with people one-on-one to sell your offers? Well, even if you sell through a webinar, event, or sales page, today's episode is going to be a little eye-opening as I reveal some insights about a sales experience I recently went through for my own business. So buckle up because these may be as eye-opening for you as they were for me. Welcome to the Marketing Funnel Show. I'm your host, Michelle Evans, and this is the podcast for coaches, experts, and online business owners to learn how to go from simply surviving to sold out using the power of marketing funnels. All right, let's jump into today's show. Well, hello there, and welcome back to another episode of the Marketing Funnel Show. So, I just have to ask you, when you go looking for a product, a service, or something for your business, where do you turn to? So for me, a lot of times I'll turn to my uh, friends and trusted associates that I have, but you know, sometimes, you know, the, the people that I trust, you know, my peers and my close group of friends, Sometimes they don't always have all the answers that I'm looking for. And so I will go out to, you know, Facebook communities. I'm sure you've probably done this too, where you go out to a Facebook community and you pull back the curtain and you say, hey, Facebook community, I'm looking for blah. And before you know it, you have like 200 different responses for something that you're looking for right? Well, I recently did that for a service that I needed to buy for my own business. And I'm not going to say what the service is because I'm going to talk really specifically about some of the responses that I got back and I don't want to out anybody in the process Um, because that's not what the point of this is. The point of this is that I want us all to think really critically from our buyer's point of view of what that last few steps before we actually click buy, what that is like from their perspective. And and so, you know, I just went through this and as I was going through this for my own business, I just had this huge eye-opening experience where I was like, wow, I could really improve like those last couple of steps in my marketing funnel for people to make the buying process a lot easier. You know, a lot of times we focus on the front end stuff, you know, we we focus on all the stuff that we do to get people into our marketing funnels, but we don't think about those last few steps. So let me back up and let's just talk about just... I don't know, just all the stuff that went into this. So so first of all, I did put a post out into a Facebook group. So I went into a trusted Facebook community. There's over 9,000 people in this Facebook group. And I was really specific on what I was looking for. And I only kept my post open for about 30 hours because after that I had so many people recommending things and I was getting so many people private messaging me that I was just like, all right, I got to take this post down because now 
I have enough input. Um, and I got so much input and I was, and I really, really valued everybody who gave me input. Um, but I just was getting really overwhelmed by the amount of uh, recommendations that I was getting. So I took it down and I reached out and I, you know, started researching everybody that uh, people were recommending, especially if multiple people were recommending somebody. Um, and ultimately, I decided to reach out to five different service providers. So I whittled down the list. I, like there were, I don't even remember. I should look at back at my notes, but there were like a lot of one-off recommendations. Um, but, you know, a lot of times, and I just have to say this, if you recommend somebody, don't just say, hey, Michelle's great. Because then it's like, okay, why? You know, if I, and I very specifically in my post said, I'm looking for X. If you have worked with somebody who does X, Will you tell me who that person is and why you would recommend them? What specifically have they done that you would really recommend or that you have really appreciated for your business? Like I was really specific about asking for that. And then I just got a whole bunch of like, Michelle's great. Michelle's awesome. Check out Michelle. And I was like, okay, if you can't give me more than that, then I don't believe that you've actually worked with that person. I think that Either they're just a friend or something like that. And not that there's anything wrong with recommending friends. That's totally fine. But if you can't give me a specific reason that I should check somebody out, I'm not gonna. Um, so that's just an aside. You know, if you're going to recommend somebody, give a specific reason why somebody should check them out. Otherwise, your recommendation is kind of lame. Um, I hate to say that, but it's true. You know, if you don't give a specific reason that's compelling, then people are like, okay, I don't understand why this is like why I should trust this or why this is compelling for me. So anyway, I whittled this down to five service providers that I was going to take a look at. And the responses from each of these service providers, again, it really, really made me take a hard look at my own business practices and what I do in my last steps that make or break a sale. And, you know, I, I've always been aware of this, but I think that this just brought it really sharply back into my awareness. And you probably should be aware of it too, because it, this was just eye-opening about just how differently people respond to a sales inquiry. I mean, I literally had my wallet out and open and ready to purchase. And like, I'm ready to sign a year long contract with somebody. I like, I was ready to buy. And, um, and I really was looking for the right person, uh, or the right provider to work with who could meet some really specific things that I was looking for. So this wasn't so much about price. It wasn't so much about like where they were. It was more about uh, meeting some specific needs that I have. And I know I'm being a little bit vague, but that's just because I don't want to out the kind of provider that I was looking for. Um, and... And I mean, we all, again, we all worry so much about the front end of our marketing. I mean, we worry about having a great website, about having the right logo, about having the right pictures on our website, about having the right graphic design, about having 
um, great traffic coming in, about having the right Facebook ads, about having the right opt-in, you know, all that kind of stuff, right? Everybody is always talking about that, about doing Facebook Lives, about, you know, whatever, doing guest podcasts, having your own podcast, whatever it is that everybody's always talking about. So we're always worried about what happens up front, but I've got to be really honest with you. What happens in that last inch of the sale, that last piece, when somebody literally has, you know, their hand hovering over the keyboard, their credit card in their hand, and is ready to hit enter, or they're waving $100 bills in the air saying, I want to hire somebody like you right now. The question is, how do you stand out from everybody else? And let me tell you about my experience and why it really made me take a hard look at myself and reevaluate my own sales practices. So again, I reached out to five different people. So, or I, I researched, I wanted to reach out to five different people, I should say. So one of these people who had great testimonials, well, she had no place for me to go other than friending her on Facebook and sending a private message. And I've got to say, like, I've tried that route in the past and I don't like it because it gets weird. First of all, it doesn't seem like a business to me. And second of all, it's too up close and personal. Like they get to see all of my personal Facebook stuff. There's just, there's not a separation. I was looking for a business provider to provide me something for my business. And I wanted to interact business to business, not like Michelle the mom to, you know, service provider the whatever. I, um, so I, I wasn't comfortable with that because I've gone that route in the past and then it just, you know, if things don't always work out or whatever, it just gets weird. So I didn't want to do that. And, um, so I decided not to move forward with that person. Um, two people. So, so then I ended up reaching out to four providers. So then I went from five to four. So I reached out to four providers and all four of them had a um, application that I had to fill out. And some of the applications were really long and some of them were shorter, um, but all of them had, you know, varying degrees of applications I had to fill out. So I went through and I filled out all applications for four different providers. Two of those providers never responded to my inquiry. So I never got an email that said, hey, we got your, we got your um, application, you're not a good fit. We, I didn't get something that said, hey, we got your application, we're full. I didn't get anything that said, hey, we got your application and we don't feel like talking to you right now. Like I just didn't get anything. So I don't know if they just didn't get my application. I don't know if it got lost. I don't know if I wasn't a good fit. I don't know if they didn't think I wasn't cool enough. I don't know. I just didn't get, I got zero response for them. And I have to be honest with you, I have had this problem happen to me in the past. So um, like maybe August of 2017 or maybe September of 2017, I found out that my new website, that a plugin that I had on my website was blocking um, uh, 
borrow my brain applications from coming through. And the only way I found that out is because I was like, why am I suddenly not getting any borrow my brain applications? Because it was weird. I went from getting a lot to like zero. And so after a few weeks, you know, in August, I was like, well, it's August. Maybe people just aren't that, you know, into it right now. But then it went on and I was like, what is going on? And we dove into it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I had like, I don't know. I had like close to 70 that I had never responded to. And I was like, holy cow. And so I have to tell you, if you are going for a long period of time and you don't have inquiries and you have an application that people are filling out, um, I want you to be really, really careful about that because mine went on, I think for like five or six weeks and I had all of these borrow my brain applications that had backed up and I had to go send an email and I individually sent them. I didn't send a bulk email from my email provider. I individually reached out to every single person and I said, I am so sorry. I had a technical glitch. This is not how I normally operate. Um, you know, basically, let me make it up to you. And I and I reached out with a really special, like, you know, I'll give you extra time, you know, whatever. Um, because I felt so badly. So like, I'm not mad at these people, but I don't know what happened. Um, and at this point, unless they reach out to me with a, holy cow, something happened, um, to our technical backend, I probably won't ever reach out to them again because it doesn't feel good to go through the process of filling out an application and not hearing back. And again, like I'm putting my hands up in the air, both of them, because I've been on both sides of this, right? I've been the person who had a website that was malfunctioning, that didn't work right. But once the, when I immediately found out that it wasn't working right, not only did we fix it, but I reached out individually to every single person to let them know, this is not how I normally operate. I am so, so sorry this happened. Like, here's, here's how I'm going to, you know, make it right. Um, and so, you know, I, I would be open to these people reaching out to me if something was going on with their website. But uh, I want to put that out there because sometimes things do happen. Sometimes tech glitches do happen. So you want to make sure that you're checking. And I kind of obsessively check these days. You want to make sure that you're checking to make sure that you're not having tech glitches. Okay, so those two are kind of off the table now. Um, and then for the two that did respond, um, so we went from five to <laughs> four to now we're down to two people who respond, or two service providers, I should say, that responded. They responded in really different ways, which is what was so eye-opening about this to me because it had a massive impact on how I felt about moving forward or not moving forward with each provider. So let me just go through, I'm not gonna read everything about each email, um, but I'm gonna give you the gist of it. So provider number one. So first of all, the subject line was your application with, and then it was the name of the company. And then it goes, hi Michelle, I'm really excited to see your application come through. I visited your website after this person in the Facebook group suggested you consider us on Facebook and you are a perfect client for us. 
we have bunches of places we can reach out to to get you, you know, blah, blah, blah that I was looking for from them. We specialize in entrepreneurs like you. So this could be a really fun. I'm kind of paraphrasing because I don't want you to know what they do. Here's a bit how we work. And then this person goes through um, how their services would be appropriate for me. I'm sure that this part is probably uh, a bit of a template, but it felt really personal to me. And then it says our services include, and it just goes through how it would work for me. So it's like no sign-up fee, your own account manager, a dedicated, um, you know, blah, 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 uh, guaranteed this, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to give away what they do, but it just goes through how it would impact me. And what this means to you is, um, and then it says, you can find out more details about how our services work here by visiting this page. And cleverly, when I visit that page, um, it has a whole bunch of really happy testimonials. It has links to different um, things that they've done for their clients. So you can see um, not only are these testimonials legit, but you can see the outcome of the work that they've done for these clients. And um, it also has some information about their pricing. So it's not just about their pricing. They've, they've personalized this to how they would work with me. They've shown me happy customers, you know, all sorts of stuff. And then it says, feel free to reply with questions. Or if you'd like to talk with me in person, please let me know some times that work for you. I can also book directly with your calendar link if you wish. Thanks, Michelle. I'm excited to discuss this with you further. Enjoy your afternoon. Kindly, and then this person's name. P.S. I've attached our standard uh, agreement terms. It might help answer any questions and give you more of an idea of how we work. So it's more of like the nitty gritty details. But that's in the very P.S. after this person has made it really specific to me and how it would benefit me. So that was provider one. And I have to tell you, when I read through this email, I was like, wow, they really want to work with me. And this feels really exactly like what I was looking for. What was really clever about this is that clearly this person saw my post in the Facebook group. Um, and so they kind of tailored what I was looking for to hear. But I think that a lot of this is probably a template but it felt really good to me. Like it felt really personal to me. And just, you know, opening it up with, I'm really excited to see your application come through. I visited your website. Like that just felt like, okay, they kind of, they kind of feel like they want to do business with me, um, which was awesome. Okay, so service provider two. Now remember, for, for all of these, I filled out a really lengthy application that basically said, you know, here's what my, like I had to say, you know, how many clients I have, how much money I'm making and what my goals are. Like I had to give a lot of, of really personal information. And so I wanted, um, you know, a response back that was like validating, right? So uh, provider number two, the email, um, the uh, subject line was working with this, um, their company name. So the provider number one was your application with company name. 
Subject line for provider number two is working with company name. Right away, just from the subject lines, there's a real difference. It's like provider number one was like, oh, we're following up on your application. Provider number two is like working with us, right? Provider number two, the email was, hi, Michelle. Thank you for applying to work with us. My name is blah. I'm the co-owner of blah. We want to learn more about your company and your goals. The next best step is to schedule a call with my business partner. I've attached a rate card for your review. And that is literally all that was in the email. And I have to tell you, when I got this, I was like, wow. Um, like, there's nothing wrong with that email. Yet, it felt really cold. It felt like I wasn't good enough for them. And it felt like, um, it just felt like, why, why would I want to go work with them? <laughs> and I was like, I wonder if that's their intention. Like, I wonder if they're wanting to keep people away. I'm not sure. It was really interesting. The other one just felt so warm and inviting and like they uh, put all of this time and attention into taking a look at my website and stuff. And I mean, I, I got to be honest with you, you know, the person, the provider number one, I mean, might have spent 20 seconds on my website. I have no idea. But it felt like she wanted to work with me, whereas provider number two was like, mm, we need to vet you a little further. And that might be exactly what they were trying to do, but I don't know. It was really, it was, it just had, it was like when I got the email from provider number two, I was like, hmm, not really interested in booking a call. Um, and I don't, I don't think that was probably their intention at all. So here are three things that I took away from this interaction that made me want to go back to my own, you know, last couple inches of my marketing funnels to see how I can improve my engagement and make sure that my intention was really coming through and that I was being really inviting to people to get them to want to engage with me. And I wanted to share it with you because, you know, again, provider number two might not even be aware of what the unintended intention was there, right? So number one, provider number one felt like they were interested in me and wanted to pursue working with me. Whereas provider number two, I felt like I wasn't good enough yet and that didn't feel good. It didn't feel empowering or exciting at all and felt it, it really took the oomph out of my desire to move forward with them at all. I, I was just like, meh, not interested. Um, and number two, provider number one, again, took a few minutes to look at my website. I have no idea how long they took. Again, they might have taken 20 seconds. I don't know. And they took a couple of sentences to personalize their pitch to me. But the impact made a huge difference. I immediately felt like they were on my team and they could actually help me. Like I was, like I actually mattered to them. Versus provider number two, I felt like they weren't sure at all if they could help me and that they were almost not sure if I was good enough for them. 
Again, I don't know if that was the impression they wanted to give off, but that's what it felt like to me. And it made me want to pursue people who are actually interested in my business and not people who are like, meh, let's, you know, let's schedule a call and uh, learn more about your business. Because I had already filled out a really lengthy um, application that gave them a lot of information about my business. And then number three, provider number one anticipated many of the um, questions or reservations or, I don't know, fears might not be the right word, but just, you know, the questions that I had kind of noodling around in my brain and answered them in their response email before I even had to ask. Plus, they provided some great insights into how they work with clients so that I could ask good questions when we get on the phone. Um, And really when we get on the phone, or when we got on the phone, it was really more of a, are we a good fit together? Like, are you living up to what I've already created in my mind as far as what you could offer? Uh, And when can we start? Provider number two, only provided their fees. So they only, they attached their rate card so I could see what their fees were. And that's literally the only thing that I could judge them on. And if you give somebody your rates without any context around them, I can guarantee you somebody's always going to think that you're too expensive. (laughs) It doesn't matter what your rates are. Um, And the reason for that is that if you don't know what the value is, if you don't know what you're, if you don't help set the context in terms of what you're saving your clients, um, what the value is, you know, the the um, excitement that that you're bringing to the table, like if you can't, if you can't set the context for what it is that you're delivering then the only thing that somebody can think of is that's money that's coming out of my pocket and going into your pocket, right? So that's just a really bad thing to do. You always want to emotionally engage what the value is that you're bringing to the table before you just dive into and here's how much it is. So all in all, provider one seemed to want to work with me and made it feel really easy to move forward. Provider number two, while they made it easy to book a call with them and I know exactly how much they charge, they seem to be holding back and they just wanted to show me the bare facts. And that did not engage me at all into the process, which made me, again, take a really hard look at my own marketing funnels, especially around how I connect one-on-one with clients. And I really, again, want to encourage you to do the same. What are the things your clients want to know? What are the questions they have about, and how can you make the discovery call, your sales call, whatever you call it, easier for all involved? So that it's more about how are we a good fit versus how do you work? Um... And even if they're showing up to a webinar or an event or any a sales page or something like that, how are you going to engage their um, emotions? How are you going to show them the value? So good things to think about. And I'd love to know if you've come across anyone who does it really, really well. And if so, I'd love for you to shoot me their name um, and you know website just so that I could have that insight. All right.
Want to know which marketing funnel is right for you and your business? I've created a totally free and easy quiz to help you figure that out. So you can head on over to today's show notes at themarketingfunnelshow.com forward slash 33. And in less than five minutes, you're going to know exactly which funnel is right for you. I look forward to seeing you next week on another episode of The Marketing Funnel Show. See you then. 